Oink oink, my brother! Happy oink year. Happy new year. Happy new year. Hey everyone, we're back. Jack. Season 2, episode 2, episode 22. Uh, how you doing, Al? I'm good. We're back across the pond. Yeah, we're, we're, we're recording this in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, which is in the United, America. United States of America. Very popular tourist destination for psychopaths. Yeah. This, this is Don't Be an Idiom. This is Don't Be an Idiom. A podcast that... Do I, is this something we do? Oh, yeah. That, um, that, like, we that, are a podcast that explores the... Origin stories. Origin stories so of... Idioms. The and, idioms. What common phrases. And the are? common phrases behind them. It, no. Nope. <laughs> Dude, what? you know what we fucking do? We like look at idioms. We're like, we research it and it's awesome. And then we find all this crazy shit and it's so cool. And so crazy. Very fulfilling. Yes. I think I found a lot of crazy. I, I didn't find much crazy stuff today. Really? No, 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 no. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I found some uh, crazy stuff. So how you doing, man? I'm good. Yeah, it's, uh, it's, I'm happy to be back. Yeah. And I know that you've had some exciting, exciting things going on this week. Yeah. Well, for those of you who don't know, Ryan moved away mm-hmm. from me. Yeah, and to, he's to Spain. Been in Barcelona. We did our last episode there. Yeah, it's definitely been Barcelona. Oh, no, nah, I'm just you know, yeah. There's other people around, right? But it was most fun when you were there. Yeah, it's it's fun. I'll, I'll be back, and we did our last episode there, and now we're back, uh, back in Philadelphia doing it at my new apartment. So I guess that's something we could talk about. Is I finally moved back from uh, from New Jersey into Philadelphia. Yeah, do you miss your parents' basement at all? It was a cool room. I thought it suited you. It did. It was yeah. it was the right space in the wrong place. Is what that was. And uh, you know, I actually do have to say thank you to John and Steph who are letting mm-hmm. us live in there in this home that they are renovating. And they said, "Hey, you can live here uh, while we're fixing it up." And it's it's perfect. That's for nice. Me. Yes, I'll thank them too. Half a house for half a man. Half a man. <laughs> Certainly half a man. Hey, we were talking about uh, pigs a lot last night. Yes, we were. So we have a friend uh, who we call Big Raj, and I said, Pig, Pig Raj. Raj. <laughs> For no apparent <laughs> no reason. No reason. Um, and then we were like, ah, pig jokes. Lots of, yeah, lots of pig stuff. Yeah. Well, do you remember and any then of the we pig were, jokes? Do I remember some pig jokes? Yeah. Yeah. Um, oh, no, we little, oh, my God. Yes. Uh, we tuned up. Uh, we we we're gonna call. We're gonna later. You got we got a special segment today. We're gonna call some friends. Yeah, and we're gonna ask them pig questions. questions. Yeah, yeah, and we're gonna tell them that we want the answer has a pig pun in pig it. Pig pun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, for example, well, there's the uh, pig puns kind of a pun off of big pun. Remember it, him? exactly. So that was the one. Big it was pun. like, what is your favorite pig related rap rapper? And yeah, that would be a uh, notorious P.I.G. <laughs> Hit the oink. <laughs> I hate when um people make uh, pig sounds. Oh, but you, I mean, you can do it. <laughs> I think it's it's uh that's oink. nice. No, nah, it's nice. gross. Yeah, 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 yeah that's nice. So we're gonna do some pig. Uh, we're gonna do some pig stuff. Funnily enough, we're walking home and we were like, you know, it's New Year's. We're gonna we're gonna call this the year of the pig. And then we looked up. On the Chinese New Year calendar, and wouldn't you know it, 2019 is the, is year, the of the, year of the pig. Can you believe that? I can't believe it. And also, the year we were born yep. was the year of the pig. Right. 1983. Right. So if you were born in 83, you are a pig. Just You're a like pig man. Ryan and I were pigs. Pig, pig, or pig woman. 
Poor pig woman. Could be pig woman. Anything goes these days. <laughs> Anything. We don't care how you pig-dentify. <laughs> All are welcome here in the pig pen. <laughs> oh, we should probably... <laughs> that, was a, that was a triple whammy. Yeah. <laughs> it's we good should, to laugh again. We should change the uh, the name of the podcast to, to pig pen. Pig pen. Yeah. <laughs> we just start a whole new pig-themed podcast. Yeah. And then we could be Piggin and Palbert. Pig pals. Palbert and Pion. Piggin through the universe. Piggin, piggin through the universe. I, I'm going to stop. We stop we, okay. okay no, no, no. There'll be more pigs. Oh, stuff. so what I was going to say to you is uh, I looked this up real quick before we uh, got going here. But did you know that there's five? So there's five different elemental pigs associated with the year of the pig. What, like fire pig and ice pig? I don't know. Like on the Chinese zodiac calendar, okay. there's five different pigs. Like so, an earth pig? Yes. There's a wood pig, a fire pig, an earth pig, a metal pig, and a water pig. And one of those is considered the most natural element, which is associated with emotions and intuitions. And that's, and that's the type of pig that we're about to enter. Do you want to guess which one it is? The earth pig? Water pig. Damn it. You know, I was going to say water because there's most water on the planet, but like, yeah. I don't know, pigs, earth, mud. Pigs drink water? Yeah. I have no idea. I mean, they must drink water. I think everything drinks water unless it like absorbs water. That's kind of drinking. Right? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They're drinking. I don't want to hear the, like a special club where you're not yeah. drinking water. We should try to drink tequila through our pores tonight. I'm fine with that. Just get in a bathtub. It is New Year's. Or a, a pig pig tub. Pig tub. Uh, or a gin, we could drink pig gin, pig gin in a big tub. No, it's not a thing. All right, well then, we'll, then we won't do it. Um, do we have anything else? To say? We're gonna do some New Year's resolutions. Yes, we're gonna do New Year's resolutions uh, for each other. Yeah, well, I think that's important because are we doing that now or later? Oh, we can do it later. Okay, I didn't well, whatever. Know. I mean, I'm I'm kind of. We don't schedule this stuff out no, 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 very no. well. All right, maybe we'll do it at the end. Oh, all right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The end. Or now. No, no, no. What we should okay, do okay. is we'll do it at the end. And this is something that everyone, our hundreds of thousands of listeners across the world yeah. can can wait. Like, what are they going to, what resolutions are they going to about? Are they going to have Tom Waits resolution? <laughs> this is Tom Pig Waits. Waits. <laughs> um, good. So we'll just do that at the end. You're right. And what about the mascots? Talk about idiot. that later or? Well, is everything happening later? I don't know. I'm not trying to lead it that way. <laughs> Let's talk about the mascot real quick, right? Yeah, yeah. All right, so Ryan also told me on the walk home last night that there is a New Year's mascot. Well, not mascot, Well, you but like said a that there's no symbol associated with New Year's. Like right. Christmas has Santa Claus, Easter has the Easter Bunny. Right, like I, there's no figure for me in my mind, yeah. But in my head, immediately what comes to mind is the old man and the young baby. Right. The New Year, because the year is dying right and, and so a new an one's being man, born new one's being born right i've still never seen it yeah um i mean i think they're, they're on like cards from the 30s that sounds nice like postcards that sounds nice or magazines it was a different time different time so what we decided is we were gonna we were gonna ask you the listeners uh you know let's let's do this let's mm-hmm. let's do this together let's make a new new year's mascot yeah or symbol or whatever you want to call it so Draw something that you think would be a good representation of the new year. Uh, People like to draw on iPads now, things like that. Is that okay if they use that's fine. technology? Or napkins. Okay, okay. Whatever, well, whatever, whatever your medium is. It's pretty is, advanced. You know? Yeah. Uh, draw, your, draw your, you know, idea for a new year's mascot. Send it to us. We have the Don't Be an Idiom email, which is... 
Don't be an idiom at gmail.com. Boom. Uh, we also, you can also send it to our Facebook or, or Twitter. Uh, or Instagram. Right. I mean, you can send it to that and then you we can post it. You can send pictures it. to Instagram. Okay, yeah. cool. But send what, it up. Yeah, what we'll probably end up doing is, uh, is just drawing them all ourselves and then posting them. Right. It seems like we're going to do everything like always. Yeah, why do we do everything? I know. What the hell is everybody doing? And I don't say is... you're getting ready for New Year's because New Year's fucking sucks. Hey, language. We could put the oink in. Oh, yeah, we'll put the... <laughs> <laughs> All right, listen. One of... Uh, I think a joint resolution is is no more um, explicit language. All right, no more fucking New Year's either. Like, I can't stand it. <laughs> yeah, I'd love to get rid of that holiday. It's the worst holiday. I think we could all agree on that. <sighs> all right. Wait, oh, so the, the thing I was thinking about with the old man and the baby, the yeah. New Year's mascots, the original New Year's mascots before mm. you decided that we were going to get rid of them. I'm still okay with it. I don't... In one year, that baby is growing fast. Right. Real fast. If we're to assume that, like, yeah, like the, the baby is somehow like that a is re- what you're supposed to assume. Is that like, like, yes. like, so the old man is dying and he's like, "You're me," and here's the and the baby's being born. Yeah, all right, you're me. And maybe he gives birth to the baby at midnight and dies giving, um, you know, during childbirth. He gives birth. Yeah, right now mascots don't live in the same no, really they can the just same do whatever universe. They want. Yeah, so they yeah, think that, that could happen, I guess. Right. All right, well, so I think we covered that. Yeah, all the yeah, we covered everything. There's a fruit flying near my wild turkey. Oh yeah, uh, maybe maybe some of you people out there in Philadelphia know the struggle, but it's like, why are fruit flies alive in the middle of the winter? Don't they die when it's cold? I I actually don't totally understand what a fruit fly is. Still, they just like appear when you have garbage. When it's you have f- tomatoes in your garbage, it is a fly that loves fruit. <sighs> All right. All right, it's bullshit. I'll tell you what we need to do. We're being negative. We need to be positive about this new game yeah, that we've yeah. got here. So we have a game to determine who goes first. And for first-time listeners, yeah, that's how we always do it. We, this, is, this is unscripted. We have no idea what's going to happen here. Mm-mm. But you know, we but gotta, what we do know <laughs> is that we need to determine who's, who's dropping their first idiom. Yeah, so we've got a new game here that we've invented with a map of the United States. Uh-huh. Uh, it's on the floor. It's on the floor. We got like a Medusa head and a skull there, and we both got. You know, that confuses people. Just, just saying, don't, don't a Medu- talk. <laughs> They're just holding down They're the paperweights. Paper. Yeah, yeah. So we're just gonna throw these. We each have a quarter. Mm-hmm. We're not gonna look, right? Or are we gonna look? Well, we're gonna flip the quarter while looking. I think you should flip your quarter first, okay? Mm-hmm. And then whichever whoever has the longest state name, longest state name. Okay. Yeah. So like Mississippi would be a good one to get. Right. Whereas Maine. Or Utah. Or Utah is a better example. Not, you don't want that. Yeah. So we're going to flip the coin and we're going to just see who's get who's got it, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Me first, you said? Yeah, you go first. All right. Your I house. A, this is an American coin. Yeah, we're using... 1999 a, New Jersey. I think it's important to, to make sure everyone knows just so they can envision it fully that we're using American quarters. Right. All right. And when, I, when I'm in Barcelona, when I need to make decisions, mm-hmm. I only use an American quarter. What, am I going to use a euro? No. No. It's because you always who, win when you have a euro. <laughs> Who's making decisions on a euro? <laughs> um, all right, so we have American quarters. All right, go, why don't you go? All right, here I, goes I've nothing. Grand Canyon on the back of my... All right. Mm. You're dupe. Uh, it is off map. Wow, that's kind of, of, course. That's kind of a Ryan move right of there. Of course. Uh, you shoot. We're like this. Hey, if I fuck up, it means you're first. No, no, no. I don't want to do that. Okay. Um, but I threw away all my quarters. Hold on. I'll take a nickel. 
I think there's one up here. Ow! <laughs> All right, here. careful of that table. Okay, go again. All right, I'm gonna look a little closer this time. Come on, <laughs> it's All in right. the border. All right, I got Georgia Alvarez on Georgia the border. Georgia is not a very long <laughs> name, but you're gonna win that one. <laughs> you're on the border. What is border longer than Georgia? B O A R D E R. Jeez. Doesn't work like that. Yeah, Borders. It's a tie. It's not a tie. I All right, win. you got it. You go. Okay. So my idiom. I'm actually. I'm just. Not, I'm not going to give it to you right away. Okay. Great. Because I want to tell you. I, I, well, I'm kind of going to give it to you right away, but I'm going to give it to you <laughs> within the quote that I where I heard it. Okay. All right. So I was watching a, a old black and white horror film called The Innocence, which is based off of the uh, Henry James novel Turn to the Screw. It's a great ghost story. Oh, Truman nice. Capote wrote the screenplay. Really? Yeah, and it's it's wonderful. So I was like, I'm gonna watch this, and so I'm watching it. And so the, uh, a character says this at one point. I must have. Oh, well, she. She can do it in an accent. Go ahead. <laughs> oh, I must have done something from Ireland. Day. <laughs> must get down to the Glen. Um. So this this character drops her scissors somewhere, and the the maid brings him back, and she goes. I must have dropped them this morning. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. I was about to cough. I must have dropped them this morning when I, whilst I was cutting roses and just left them there. I'm afraid today isn't altogether my day. I seem to be at sixes and sevens. Ooh, okay. Sixes and sevens. Uh, I'm going to say. Yeah, what do you think it means? Well, she's, the, in that context, it sounds like she's a little mixed up, right? Yeah. So I'm going to say it means something about, like, I'm not. I'm not quite myself. Mm, close. I'm confused. Yes. Oh, okay. State of total confusion, disorder, or disarray. Okay, sixes and sevens. At sixes and sevens. I'm at sixes and sevens. Yeah. Okay. Here now, now you want to know what I think it means. Yeah, you need to. Well, you, that 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 you just said what it means. Now you have to guess. I mean, what the its origin, origin is. right? Yeah. All right, sixes and sevens. I mean, my first thing that I think of is a clock face. Oh, okay, good. But I can't see how it would make any sense. No, go from there. Clock face. Okay. Yeah. You're looking at a clock. It's old. It's a sundial. Yeah. You're looking at it in the sun. Yeah, I'm at sixes and sevens. Between six and seven is sometimes when the sun goes down. So sometimes, yeah. maybe that's when the sundial stops working. Which you get confused because you don't know what time it is anymore. Whoa! And then you're just like running around. Yeah. And you gotta light. You know, you gotta like candles. You know, electricity. Yeah. And then you just kind of. I I figured. Well, then you just settle down eventually, right? I mean, like, what could be happening? Just like on the farm, reading a book. You're on the farm reading the book by candlelight. By candlelight. But while you were rushing, it's like, oh, the day got away from me. I gotta hurry and light all the candles, and then. And then I got to go read that book. Yeah. Right. Uh, that's pretty good. I mean, I, 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 I'm really I impressed. I know that wasn't that funny, but... No, no, it doesn't have to be funny. No, I know, but that was... That's just... We're not here to entertain you. We're here to teach you. Yeah. I... And learn a little something about ourselves, too. Ourselves. Uh, that was great. So your guess is that um, between six and seven is, is, is the twilight hour. What's the reign of Twilight. Fire? Which I love. That word messes with I, you yeah, now I, because I, of the Twilight books. Yeah, it's movies. true. Movies. All right, go, 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 go. The true. Magic Hour is what you're magic talking about. Magic Hour from in Christian Matthew Bale's. Matthew McConaughey's 
Matthew McConaughey and Christian Bale. Lane of Fire. Dragon Lane of Fire. All right. All right. Let's just talk about that the whole time. <laughs> so, all right. I like that. So between six and seven, that's when the sundial kind of stops working because the sun's down. Sure. And then you don't know. And then you're like confused. Like, I don't like, know. I have no idea what time it is. Yeah. I guess I'm just going to light this candle. All right. That's yeah. not, that's not right. Nope. That's not the, uh, the actual origin. But you'll be happy to know that it's one of those. Oh, one of those idioms that really just doesn't really have mm -hmm. a solid history, does not have a definitive origin, but there's a a couple that it's like, all right, this is probably where it comes from. Okay. So we're going to get into that, okay? All right, the first, you know my boy Jeffrey Chaucer, right? Oh, yeah. (laughs) Uh, what what's the big Canterbury thing? Tales? Yeah! Whoa, oh my god, Sean's fucking dark! Professor to Giacomo! Oh yes. Well, Canterbury he, Tales. So one of the earliest mentions of at sixes and sevens comes from an epic poem he wrote called Troilus and Chris Chrysid. Just like to jump in here. Was yeah. he the first one to call it epic, or did somebody else say it was an epic poem? They weren't being like <laughs> He's like, I am the Chaucer man. I'm epic. Well, Be- Beowulf was the first real epic poem, which was many centuries before Chaucer was alive. Right. It's just about the length. Sure. Very long. Tells a tale. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You going to pop that can? There it is. Nope. So so in the 1300s, he wrote this poem, uh, Troilus, and, and I don't know how to say this second name. Say it. Chrysid. 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 But anyway, it's like another tragic love story. Oh, God, who cares? Right. And, but it takes place during the Siege of Troy. Is there a monster at all? No. Like a troll, anything. Any you, you're thinking like, troll because the name Troilus is in there. I'm thinking just like Lord of the Rings. Like every once in a while, they just bring in like a giant or a troll or something. Yeah, not, there's no, okay, there's sorry. nothing like go that. Ahead, go there's ahead. nothing like that here. But um, it, the original meaning was uh, to take a great risk. Okay, and at, at one point, uh, there's a quote where, huh. um, the, well, they're, they're gambling and they say, they're playing with dice. Okay. And they say to set on uh, cinq et six, which is five and six. And they used to use like French terms for, yeah. for the, whatever the numbers are. Well, French gambling is much more sexy. Mm, I think we can all agree on that. In just imagining some dice, smoking a, you know, a cigarette. Smoking a cigarette, uh, dice. Singing some Tom Waits. And uh, so that's one of the first mentions. So it meant to take a great risk, like a big gamble. Mm-hmm. But that doesn't really make any sense because it was five and six. But it was like sonky cease. So mm-hmm. maybe people got it mixed up at some point and eventually um, believed that, like, just change it to six and seven. Some sort of etymological yeah. evolution. Uh, yeah, etymological hiccup. But Probably when it crossed the water. Yeah, when it probably. As soon as things get to America, we like to ruin it. Oh, yeah. But uh, the poem is also, uh, it's also considered the first uh, place that all good things must come to an end came from. Which I really? Thought, yeah, which I thought you'd find interesting. In wow. that, that poem, the same poem. That's awesome. Yeah. I mean, that's, that is true, too. All good things must come. I mean, this, this episode is going to come to an end. How do you feel about that? Why? So that, that's one of the earliest origins. But the probable origin is uh, London. Classic. Every, uh, right? All right. Mm-hmm. Do you know what the livery companies of London are? Livery companies. Uh, livery Do they make liver, livers? <laughs> yeah, they make livers. They grow livers. That's nice. No, it's kind of like, you know, uh, it's it's just like Game of Thrones. 
Ooh. Where there's all <laughs> different. Everyone's snowing and there's yeah. a lot of sword. Yeah, there's a lot of sword fighting. play. But basically in the Middle Ages, there were there were all these different uh, companies. Like it would be um, the, the people that worked with gold and the people that worked with meat and the people that worked with cloth. Yeah. And there were also the skinners who were the fur traders. Nice. And the merchant tailors. So they, you know what the tailors do, right? They they sew it up. Sew it up. Yeah. Sew it up real nice. So, uh, so somewhere in the 1500s, it was determined that they were going to make a like a, a list of all of the companies in order of precedence. So like mm. who's number one? Who's number two? Who's number three? And that all that order was based on on economic and political influence. Politics. So, Don't even get me started. The Skinners and the Taylors had a bit of an argument over who should be six and who should be seven in that order. Yes. They both wanted to be six. Well, how was their revenue? What was the income like? Well, you know, that, I'm going to have a lot, of, a lot of trouble figuring that out. Like, why shouldn't it have just been like, hey, clearly the Skinners, the fur traders are raking it in over here. Right. They should be six. And the Taylors are like, but wait a second. Oh, right. You know what I mean? Because think about it. Without the Skinners, yeah, the Taylors would they, have nothing to sew together. So I think I would have been on the I would have been on the Skinner side. I mean, Skinner is very badass. Yeah, it's uh, much cooler. You know, but I also could see it being like one of those things where it's like, oh, like, but all ever, all the the common folk see is the Taylors mostly. Like, you know, you're going, mm. you're getting your stuff. Like, they're not right. dealing with the bloody. So they might have more political influence, right? So this is probably where. <laughs> I could see that. This is probably where that came from. But if they both made $100 a year. Yeah. Right? $100 I'm a thinking year. we got to go. You, you mean pounds, right? 100 pounds a year. We have to go Skinner's anyway because it's first in the alphabet. Uh, yeah. Or ST. ST. Right. Yeah. I, mean, I had to go over that like three times in my head. <clears throat> so basically that's, that's, what, that's the, the, the origin that most people agree with. And then, because this was like a huge feud, right? And the the mayor of London eventually had to say, "All right." And this is still true today. What? Every year they switch places. Get out! Yeah, for centuries. Is so, that still who's this year? <laughs> I don't know. Oh man, that's classic. <laughs> so every year the Skinner would be six, and then the next year they'd be seven, and the Taylors would be six, and vice wow. versa. And for for centuries it was like this. You know what's funny about that is like how the two companies that clearly are so intertwined. Yeah. Like, of course, human nature, you can't just get together and be like, let's be the Skinner Taylor crew here. Let's Skinner Taylor like, crew. Be like, we'll be so tough. Like, you yeah, know, like yeah, big. Yeah. And we'll take out the top guys. But nope. It's like, find our differences. Yeah, right. Like the guys before them were the, the mer- general merchants is number one. Boring general. and fucking boring. Yeah. Bo- what is that even? Yeah. What is that? Like I'm generally a merchant. Yeah. Like I some I mainly sell stuff. Yeah. Well, the second was the the spice merchants. Oh, you got to give it to them though, because they go a long way, right? Um. Did you have to go to like other countries to get the exotic spices? Yeah, I got, right. That's true. Well, the India Trading Company and, and the silks. Oh my god. Well, the the silks they're actually twelve. Oh. Yeah. No, no. I'm sorry. They're they're eighth. The haberdashers. Um. Mm, bad ha- name. Haberdashers <laughs> used to work with the fine clothing and the fine stuff. All right, so I know you're leading me on here. What's who's number one? I already told you. You already said it. General <laughs> merchants. I thought you said you were number five. No. Oh. No, I'm probably confusing. Who's everyone. number two? Let me go through it real quick. Yeah, yeah. General merchants one. 
Grocers were the spice merchants are two. The drapers who did the wool and cloth okay. stuff were three. Fishmongers were four. Mm-hmm. Goldsmiths were five. Mm. And then the whole Skinner's Tailors problem. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. Kind of. Number one seems a little just too like, I guess because it's broad, right? Too Should broad I? for my taste. Ah, ugh. Yeah. But there's also uh, there's some there's a reference to uh, at sixes and sevens in William Shakespeare's Richard the uh, Second, where uh, one of the characters says, "But time will not permit. All is uneven, and everything is left at six and seven. Dun dun dun! The great man himself, ominous. So that's pretty much the uh, the. Uh, there's not much of an interesting story behind it, but I had been thinking about this idiom for for months. Oh, nice. And I, I just had to do it. I, had, I agree. I, I wasn't feeling inspired by any other ones. Yeah. Um, I know what you mean. When you're in this business as long as us, Oof. it's like we're all at sixes and sevens. Am I right? Uh, you're, when you're that right. reference doesn't work. When you're right, you're right. <laughs> so you might have heard me singing Don't Cry For Me, Argentina earlier. Yes. You were Don't suppressing Don't cry it. for me, Argentina. Yeah. She says at sixes and sevens at one point. Get out, really? Song. Yeah. And there's a tear. Remember Tears for Fears? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. They had a song called Raul and the Kings of Spain. That's you. And they say it sixes and sevens in that. Nice. So I thought you'd appreciate that. I do appreciate it. Um, And then one of my favorite Rolling Stone songs of all time, Tumbling Dice, has I'm all sixes and sevens and nines. Oh, but that's from Craps, right? That's from craps. But, yeah. you know, it could have all come from there. I'll tell you what, though. When I read that, I was reading along the lyrics with the tumbling dice. It's so unintelligible. You cannot... He, he, Mick Jagger's barely enunciating. And this even, is my problem with rock and roll. I know. It's like, does it matter? What are you saying? What's the message? You can't just be sexy. Mm-mm. That's not enough. Apparently you can. Well, yeah. Oh, man. Do you find, well, actually, someone told, mm-hmm. told you, you kind of look like a young Mick Jagger the other day. Uh, yeah, I got my first young Mick Jagger compliment. I guess you find yourself pretty sexy, That's huh? That's a shout out to Aunt Jane. Aunt no, Jane. No, I, I, don't, I don't find myself sexy, but, you know, I did shave that day, so maybe it was that. No, maybe she continue doing that. Oh, God. Um, I have uh, just a couple other things for you. Fun a, facts? A similar, there's a similar phrase, which uh, the English translation, I think you're going to like, but in China... Luan Ki Bazao, which means chaos seven, eight rotten. Nice. Isn't that cool? Yeah. But it just means, it means like messy or in a messy situation. Okay. So, I don't know. That's kind of like, that's kind of like confusing. Confusion. Confusing. Confusing. Confusing says. I think I was thinking of Confucius. (laughs) Cut it. Cut it out. Okay, cut it out. Um, And uh, and the last thing that that I'll say is, uh. Yeah, I'm at sixes and sevens about why there aren't cooler things to say about it. Sixes about sixes. Sevens. <laughs> yeah. Well so, done. Bravo. Anyway, it started as to take a great risk, turned into in great confusion. Um, it's also been used as like a disagreement, like a stubborn disagreement, right. which we, we do all the time. Well, that makes sense because they were always arguing those. The two, Taylors right. Yeah, yeah, the yeah. Guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Skinners and the Taylors. Well, I think <sighs> that we've skinned the tail right off of that <laughs> idiom origin, if I do declare. We certainly have. So I hope you hung, hung in there with me for a little while. <laughs> and if not, it's time <laughs> to wake up because here comes my fucking idiom. <laughs> What's yours? 
Uh, okay, I'm going to give it to you. Uh, you know, I, I'm just going to say it. So the idiom that I picked is... Beautiful. I love how you entered there. Will of the Wisp. Will of the Wisp. Will O the Wisp. Will, well, Will O the Wisp still means Will of the Wisp. Oh, shit. Right? You already know too much. <laughs> <laughs> will the Wisp. <clears throat> Alliteration. Anything there. Assonance. Does it, does it ring a bell? It, no bells. Thank God. <laughs> Zero um, bells are ringing. God. I got to tell you, man. Like, so I, I got this great book. Yeah. Endangered Phrases. Mm-hmm. And, uh. I was like, all right, time to start researching for the first time in months. And I looked at the back cover and mm-hmm. it was like, learn the, the, you know, the origins of many, of many great idioms, such as all this bullshit. And then uh, Will of the Will Wisp. Of the Wisp. And I was like, well, well, I'll go look that up. What the heck is a Will of the Wisp? Right. So in my head, I thought, I was like, okay, it sounds familiar, right? To mm-hmm. some degree. Sure. But when I ran it past Hannah and Shelly, mm-hmm. I got... Shelly was kind of like, oh, yeah, I think. And, and Hannah was like, I have no idea. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. So, That's like, where I'm are at. Are you more like a no idea? No, I'm more of a, it's, I feel like I've read it in a okay. book before. Good. But I didn't take the time. You know when you're reading mm-hmm. and you read something like, I don't really know what that is. You just keep going. Yes. I feel like I've, I've, I've we've crossed paths. Okay. But context, because of the context, I was like, all right, I get it. Good. And then I just moved on. Because of where some of the mentions of it were, I was really nervous. Mm. Because like you're more well read than I am, okay. so I was like, okay, so good. So here yeah. we go. All right. So what does it mean? Do you mm-hmm. want? Will do, you, the, do you want me to try to use it in a sentence, or do you want to just give it a shot without? Um. Uh, yeah, use it in a sentence. For All me. right. I actually I planned. I, I planned this sentence oh, out geez. here. In hindsight, the dream of starring in our own idiom TV show was nothing more than a will o' the wisp. Will okay, I get it. Yeah, when you put it in context like that. <laughs> I do teach fifth graders, so it's like, you know, I got to give it real the context. It's got to be heavy. Yeah, uh, like, um, a dr- a, like a dream that could never come true. An, un- an, unattainable, an unattainable vision or unattainable achievement. Yeah, yeah. totally. Yeah. What's, what's your, your definition? So the good old OED labels it as an elusive or deceptive person, idea, or goal. <sighs> Also, an unattainable goal. Unattainable goal. So it's like something that you is like pretty much impossible, you know? Yeah. I'm trying to think what I was going to first say about Will the Wisp. Like, oh, it's out of our hands. Oh, it's like well, a, it's, but, I, but I could... It's the Will of the Wisp. Oh, it's... Oh, oh, like it's the, it's the wi- Will of the Wisp. The wisp and I'm you like, have to let the Wisp do what it wants. Yeah, like, when the Wisp is in control here. Well, you know what? I think with, with a little bit of explanation, that's not the craziest... Wilf, a Bingo. little bit of explanation. Yeah. yeah. Whoops, there's <laughs> just knocked the chair there. All right, so, All right, so yeah. So you were pretty good there with the meaning. Like, any idea where it comes from? Well, Turkey's going to help me out here. Mm-hmm. Will o' the Wisp. Oh, my God, dude. I'm having a... Uh, my brain is not allowing me to... Like, a wisp is a... There's, like, a wisp of... <laughs> Could there be like 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 a wisp of of uh, shrubbery, like grass and stuff? I could see that. No, no, I could. No, actually, that's not. Wait, keep going, keep going. A wisp of grass. <laughs> um, what does it do? The will of the wisp to me uh, means, yo, I, I, is wisp a commonly known word? Uh, n- not to me, it's not. 
but uh, although like when I'm I, very when, frustrated right now because I feel like I, I, I like all of a sudden just don't I can't remember the word wisp means. Well, when I heard the word, like it brought an image to my mind. Yeah. And then like then you look at what it what it what it means, and you're like, oh, like to me, I was like, I wasn't that far off. Yeah. Yeah. Think um, wispy, like what's 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 wispy, okay, okay, right? Okay, okay. I'm, I'm imagining, I'm imagining. Uh, Grass I'll, is a good start. I'll tell you where I'm at. Okay, all right. We're we're somewhere in the dunes. Mm-hmm. In the uh, no, 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 no. <laughs> we can be in the dunes. No, no, no. In, in somewhere. Yeah, actually, I want to stay in the dunes. Yeah. Okay. We're in the dunes, and you know how there's that like dune grass. Oh yeah, yeah. sure. And there's a stay there's off a, the dunes. Stay- <laughs> Yeah. Well, what I'm imagining would be four of those signs would even be For sure. But I'm, then I see like an 1800s garb, mm-hmm. a, a, a mourning, a grieving woman. Right. Right. And she's looking out into the sea, the cold sea. Right. It's cold and gray. Right. Right. And there are there are wisps of all kinds of different wisps wisping about. Right. Of dune grass wisps. Dune grass wisps. Okay. <laughs> misty wisps. The, I see a lot of mist. Uh-huh. Uh huh. <laughs> and um, and this 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 grieving beautiful, by the way. Oh, of course. Young, beautiful, unclean, un- <laughs> unclean, disgusting back then. Uh, yeah, I mean, you no, know, but, but beautiful for the be- time. Beautiful for the time. <laughs> and uh, as as the the cellos rise mm-hmm. and the wisps wisp around, her 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 mother. Well, is this actually her aunt? Her mother died in childbirth. Yeah. Uh, comes up to her and goes, Listen to me, Victoria. It's the will of the wisps. And she's like, But don't you think he'll ever come back? And the, and the, and the aunt mother goes, No. <laughs> <laughs> it's the will of the wisps. And the, this woman, who eventually became, uh, she wrote a lot of articles for the Cape Cod Times. Oh, sure, yeah. Uh, you, 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 she had a column called "Will of the, the Wisps." Will of the Wisps, yes. And because she went through a traumatic experience of a man getting on a boat and never returning, mm. uh, haven't she, we all? And you know, because her marriage was wispy at best, right? Right. Or, or her her potential marriage. Her potential marriage, to, yeah, wasn't yeah. quite ironclad. A man named Edward Ding Dong. <laughs> okay. Um, and then it just got popular through through uh, throughout New England through that how close am i uh did you ever end up telling me what a wisp is you said like grass right uh, <laughs> I, I felt like you were about to like maybe land a on wisp part is, of it <laughs> a wisp is something that is it wisps around ephemeral oh yeah it's very yeah, ephemeral yeah 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 it disappears quickly mm-hmm. hard to grasp oh right? da- I, there you go yeah yeah hard to grasp is, is pretty good yeah, and uh, you know the Danny the Danny lions. Oh, I know. The they're quite lions. wispy when you. Oh, like when they're like when they're fuzzy. Yeah, you're gonna have to take over from here. All right, here. Let me let me let me show you what I got here. Okay. <laughs> People so, are shaking in their cars with anxiety after listening. Right, to that. right. Okay, so so we said it was a uh, we said it like it comes from this idea of like a uh, like an unattainable goal, right? Something elusive, mm-hmm. all that sort of stuff, right? So will. Oh, the wisp actually at first popped up in, in writing. It was a uh, will with the wisp because, well, like you said, like, yeah, yeah. Oh, oh, the wisp with the wisp. 
uh, and it was a sprite who carried a, a fleeting wisp of, oh, of light. Oh, you found a, sp- a little sprite in Yeah, there. I know. I, I did. Christ. I stumbled All upon right. like fairies and stuff again, and I was like, yeah, right. This is, I love this shit. No, it's cool. I'm annoyed. Yeah, right. I can't find these. I, I didn't try. It was on the back of the book. Uh, back? I need books. I need more books. Yeah. So that was around like the 17th century that mm-hmm. was written down. Yeah. And so this, down. Is, this is coming from uh, Great Britain. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, well, actually, so we're going to get there. Oh. Uh, so basically here's what you got to understand. Like will of the wisps are, imagine you're out in a, in like a marshland, okay. right? Yeah. Long ago before electricity, all that. Yeah, yeah. And you see these little, like those little like phosphorescent mm-hmm. lights like, flitting about, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, this was like a worldwide phenomenon. Like before it was able to be defined. Sure. Like by science. As just lightning bugs. People would see them. Yeah. Well, so, Okay. So one of the theories was that it was bioluminescent, um, like fungi, you know, Cute is, is one of the things, but then it, it, they got to, they, they got to understand that it was actually, um, is that they, when you look up will of the wisp, it actually, the term ignis fatus comes up, which means foolish fire. Hmm. So out in the marshlands, they would see like, people would see these lights and, uh, uh, hovering over the marshes. And it was what they believed was it was a, uh, when like animal like and like biomaterial is decomposing in marshes, yeah, and then it becomes like a flammable gas, right? And then if there's the presence of anything combustible, like lightning or anything like that around, it actually can ignite. So romantic. So you would see these lights out there, right? But you know, before before science was defining that, yeah, right. Everyone thought it's like fairies or, or, wow. or things like that, right? Yeah. So the reason, uh, so the idea of the foolish fire is, is because there was like warnings about. Don't follow the will of the wisps into the marsh because they are fairies or other types of beings, ghosts. Up, up to no good? That are trying to lure travelers yeah, right. into the marsh, essentially to be to let astray and, and die. Yeah. Right? So um so here's what I here's what I found out about them. So the first written record about Will of the Wisps was uh, in 13th century Europe, and it was like a Celtic um it was like a Celtic uh, thing that they were talking about, like all of the, uh, of like what they were seeing out there. You've dabbled in Celtic fairies before. I was really happy to, to see them again, but yeah. um, they've been mentioned in so many things like Shakespeare. Here's where I was, I was, I was thinking I was going to get in trouble. Like in King Henry, King Henry the fourth. Yeah. Um, there was Will of the Wisps in there, um, but it was referred to as the Ignis uh, Fatsis, you know, um, Paradise Lost, Bram Stoker's Dracula. Even in Lord of the Rings, Harry Potter, never-ending story. You know, it's funny you say Bram Stoker's Dracula because that's kind of what I was thinking. So, yeah, go ahead. No, no, no. Uh, well, just this 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 moment of uh, you know of because because that's ex- exactly what's happening. Is this you know the uh, what's her name uh, Mia? Yeah, she's like she's like looking out into the water. I'm thinking of Nosferatu, I guess. It's okay. I'm, I'm thinking no, well, of Jonathan Mia's... Harker coming back. Right. Yeah. So, well, here's the thing. So there's like, they're known to be powerful omens, like, and, and, and all over all sorts of different continents, they've seen them, you know? Yeah. Um, and, uh, like they, they, they have some places that predict, they think it predicts the future or they're, or they're like, it's going to predict somebody dying a tragedy or, uh, some places even, even think it's like buried treasure is out there. So that's why, um, there's all these warnings about like following them out there. So here's, here's what I know, like in the set, in the 17th century, they believe that Will is actually referenced to somebody named William Smith. Uh, you know, I was... Will Smith? 
I, I even decided that I wasn't going to say, there's a guy named Will, yeah. yeah? Yeah. John Will. Yep. So there's Will of the Wisp, and, you know, we already said, like, the Wisp is the bundle of sticks that he uses as a torch. Yeah. Like, when it became an actual idiom, it was like, that's the part that I had a little trouble finding, like, when it when it became, like, this, like, figurative mm-hmm. sort of thing. But, so it comes from this old, this old story, right? Mm-hmm. Um. Have you ever heard the fairy tale, the the Smith and the Devil? Mm, maybe. All right. So here's the deal: the Smith and the Devil is is was in uh, Grimm's fairy tales, uh, which was in like the like 1812. I think yeah. was the first time they they put this one out, right? And um, the story has been told like for a really long time, and it's been you know. Well, here's the here's the craziest part. Then the research that I found is like they think that that story is actually thousands of years old. Mm. Like, did you know that apparently Beauty and the Beast is four thousand years old? No, I didn't know that. Well, this this story they didn't uh, mention it in the cartoon exactly. Jesus. So they mentioned that this story, The Smith and the Devil, may be the oldest fairy tale at 6,000 years old. Hmm. That they think that it's been passed down. And these people at like Durham University, like I have this whole like jargony thing about yeah, like yeah. how they were able to determine that. But anyway, here's the, here's the version I heard. Um, so there's this guy, right? He's a blacksmith. Yeah. And the devil comes to him and he's like, uh, oh, uh, the, the blacksmith works really hard, has no money. And he's like, listen, I would sell my soul for money at this point. I'm yeah. like, I'm, I'm dying here. I can't feed my family, all this stuff. The devil shows up and he's like, you know what? I'm going to, I'm going to grant you wealth. And uh, in seven years, uh, I get to take your soul. Yeah. He's like, done. The next day he meets an angel and the angel's like, hey, uh, I'm going to give you three wishes. And he's like, okay. So he wishes for a chair that nobody can get out of if, if they sit in it, unless he says it's okay. An anvil that nobody can take their hands off of unless he gives the command. And a metal coin purse hmm. um, that nobody can open unless he wills it, right? Long story short, devil, like the, the guy wakes up, he's got all this money, life is good. Devil comes back seven years later, he's like, time to go. By the way, his name is Will, the, the black the guy, yeah, right? okay. It's like, time to go. He's like, all right, uh, so just... Um, Take a seat. I'm shaving. I want to look good when I go to hell. So mm-hmm. take a seat. Devil sits down, can't get up. Ah. Will comes in and he starts beating him with a metal <laughs> rod. And he's like, stop, stop. And he goes, all right, well, I want seven more years. Devil's like, fine, whatever. He lets him up. He goes back. Seven years passes again. Yeah. He comes back. Devil's like, all right, time to go, Will. He's like, all right, help me clean up. My, my, my family wants to, like, I don't want to leave a mess. Sure. Family. Uh, and so he goes, uh, hand me that anvil, will you? So he, the, the devil's like, all right. He goes to pick up the anvil and he can't take his hands off. Out comes the metal rod. Bang, bang, bang. <laughs> devil's like, oh my God, let me go. I want seven more years. Last time, uh, the devil comes by and he's like, look, I'm not coming in your house. No more tricks, no nothing. And he's like, all right. He's like, I'm ready to go. Let's go. So they're yeah. walking through town and, and, and Will's like, hey man, uh, look, we're going to hell. Let's just get one drink for the road, you know? Yeah. And the devil's like, all right. Like, I see no, there's no tricks here, yeah, right. you know? So he's like, I'll tell you what, I'll do you one better even, Will. I was like, I'm going to turn into a coin, and I'm going to, I'm going to, you could pay with me, and then you don't even have to pay for the drink. And he's yeah. like, great. Yeah. Will takes the coin, puts it in his metal purse, 
boom, snaps it shut, runs back to his blacksmith place, stokes the fire until the, the devil's wailing, right? Yeah. And he's like, let me out. And he's like, no, I want to be released forever. The devil's like, fine. I don't want to see you ever again. So he breaks, like he gets out of this whole pact with the devil, right? Yeah, right. He lives a full life. And when he goes to die and he goes to the um, pearly gates, St. Peter is like, hey, man, um, you can't come in because you made a deal with the devil. And we sent an angel to try to help you. Like, yeah. Just any of those three wishes could have just got you out of this. But instead, you just like fucked with the devil, which was funny. <laughs> but like you still like were in cahoots with him. You didn't give your money up or any of that stuff. So you got to go. Yeah. So he's like, OK. So he goes down to hell, knocks on hell's gates and the devil's like oh no you are not coming in no sir yeah um well he's like well, what do you want me to do like i got nowhere to go and he's like here and he hands him a wisp of hay which is like did we get to say what a wisp is it's like I, a, i've been waiting for you to tell me i'm what so a wisp sorry is. I, i'm sorry it's it's just like a, a bundle of sticks or a bundle of hay oh, right? okay yeah so will takes the bundle of hay and from yeah. the fires of hell lights it yeah. and he goes back to earth yeah to lure travelers off the road and this is this, the fucked up part this sounds a lot like the the myth of the jack-o-lantern oh i'm so glad you mentioned that because <laughs> they're really closely related right so he ends up that's his that's his thing is like yeah. he's um he he's yeah like he's out there showing the light luring travelers to collect souls but my thing is this is like do we learn anything here people it's like you can't get into heaven. You can't get into hell. So then you go back to earth and you're still just like this bad person. Like, yeah. Why are you doing you, want, you really want a moral out of this. I, like, why does he have to do that? I don't know. It doesn't make any sense. Anyway, he's so, got no so home, His punishment right? is like purgatory on earth. Yes. Okay. So a lot of these other countries that, that have these, um, myths about will of the wisp and they all have different names. Yeah. Um, a lot of them do have this idea of a trapped soul, whether mm. it's a ghost or some, you know, like, Somebody who died tragically or something like that. Um, but yeah, the jack-o'-lantern, that was something that I that I um, showed here. Because that is one of the places, like in Britain and Ireland, jack-o'-lantern, peg-o'-lantern, yeah. Joan the Wad, Jenny with the lantern. Uh, these, are all, these are all things that oh, are really cool. similar uh, titles to this yeah. kind of thing. Yeah, because Jack had, didn't he, uh, he did this, a similar thing with turning the devil into the coin. Right. Uh, yes. And then he then he was basically damned to carry a, tur- a carved out turnip as a lantern and roam the, the earth. Right. Yes. He he um, the in that one like there's part where he trapped him in a tree and carved a cross in it. Mm. Then eventually he gets him in the in the coin purse with a uh, he put a crucifix in there. Oh, coin purses. So again, in the in the jack o' lantern thing, right? Uh, it, it, the the devil throws him a hot coal. Yeah. And he keeps it in a turnip. Right, um, and that was where he walked, well, like wandered around with that, and that's what they say, like the like the um, legend and the like the uh, yeah the super like the reason that we make jack o' lanterns today. It's yeah, like, they just didn't have those in Ireland or whatever where where that yeah. story's from. So if if it means unattainable goal, so when where oh, uh, so it's that's the whole idea is that if you are a person on the road um, and you see these like magical lights, these right. fairy lights, you know. Um, you don't can't follow them. them. Yeah, no, right. you can't. Cause like, you know, some people believe like some cultures believe that that led to treasure or like, these, oh, okay, right. you know, great secrets and stuff like that. But really what they warned you of is like, you're going to go to your doom. Yeah. So, uh, you know, I just like, I'm a, I'm a sucker for fairies for sure. Um, do that. That's got all the good stuff in it. Yeah. And 
there's there's so many like I have so many different places that like they have they have um they have them in, in the Netherlands and in Asia, South America, Wales, Mexico, Africa. Like a similar tale. Yep. Yeah. And um, they all have these really cool like in, in South America they're called Luz Mala, which is evil light. Um there's there's so many. Uh but you know, the original tale, like they believe that this original um uh, the 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 Smith and the, the the blacksmith and the devil story the one that they think is six thousand years old yeah um, they think actually comes from Asia Minor and it's been told in thirty five different languages since then wow all right what do you think that's pretty neat right it's very neat yeah I've been having trouble finding another idiom with like a mystical background so I wasn't trying you know it's just <sighs> good stuff man yeah. Um, sorry it took me so long to well sorry know. no 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 that's okay I hey, really couldn't figure out the wisp thing well let, let me just throw this in there if we have time I have just a really short fun fact no time while I was researching so one of the places mentioned that in the movie Brave the Disney movie yeah I've not seen that that there are will of the wisps in it and the girl the, the main character she actually follows these these like blue flames in the, in the forest mm. so the other night for research, I watched the movie Brave. Oh, that must have been so difficult. I loved it. She's Scottish, right? Yeah. She's a wee Scottish yeah, lass. Scottish. <laughs> um, oh, I forgot to mention Hans Christian Andersen. Right, I already mentioned... Um, Grimm. Grimm. Yeah. Um, Hans Christian Andersen also had a fairy tale called... Poser. The... It, it was after. So yeah, it was called The, uh, the Will-O-The-Wisps Are in Town, which is a really... I read that one too. And it, yeah. was, it was really different, but anyway... What I thought was really neat is like those will of the wisps when they're born, they have one year. If they choose, they can deceive 365 humans. Oh, I like that. Right now, they don't have to. They yeah. could just live in the forest and just. Can they do it in a day? 365 in a day. You have one year to do it. Okay. So I guess it depends on how like uh, what's the word? You can do it five days a week. Yeah, you do like, yeah, a, like a couple, one a day. A I mean, what, however you want to do it. It could sure. be a leap year. Mm. Their main goal. Is if you go, that's like their ultimate goal is like if you deceive 365 humans, um, you get a yellow uniform in <laughs> Satan's army and you, and you can breathe fire. Nice. This is a great deal. It's the highest honor in that story. You're telling of the me. The Will of the Wisps. You're telling me it's the highest honor. Um, we already mentioned Jack O'Lantern. That comes from a, a guy named Stingy Jack yeah. in that, in that um, story. So yeah, I, won't, yeah. I won't go there. Yeah. Another, uh, some cultures believe that a dead man's hand, mm. if you followed a will o' the wisp mm-hmm. and took a dead man's hand, which is actually the hand of a dead man, yeah. and they, you make a candle out of their body fat Ugh. and you can burn it to find like buried treasure or some shit. Um, that's something that like people actually did. Whoa. Isn't that awesome? Where do you find a, a dead man's hand these days? I think you have to know a guy. eBay. <laughs> a butcher probably. Right. Last thing that I had to just kind of say about all this is yeah. like, you know, we're hearing about all this like glowing, ominous, omeny kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. You know who, to me, that really reminds me of? Mm. Someone that I feel like we've hunted down on our own travels across the country. Mm. Mothman? The Mothman. The eyes. The glowing red eyes. Yeah. The, the, the like appearing before tragedy, before that, that bridge fell down. Right. What if the Mothman is the 21st century, 20th century Will of the Wisps? Yes. Or even if his two red eyes are actually two Will of the Wisps that are friends 
Now that's a million dollar idea. And then they're buzzing around the thing. How do we make money off of that? Advertise. Put it on a mug. <laughs> yeah, right, right. It's a Imagine reading that in the morning. Whew. That's a That's awesome, man. Is that okay? That seemed yeah. like it made some sense. Uh, yeah, yeah. Okay. I'm, <laughs> I'm just frustrated that I was talking about skinners and tailors, and you've got fairies and the devil <laughs> and Mothman. Well, this is a lot of it's, you know, speculation. You yeah. Know, yeah. Kind of like trying mm-hmm. to tie it all together, but Yeah. But that's 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 what I got. Good. I'm sticking to it. You know what I do like is that is that I feel that we've brought two idioms to the masses today to bring them back. Yes. It's like, oh, well, you know, that was the will of the wisps. It's like, oh, I've just been at sixes and sevens about this whole thing. Yes. Well, it's, you know, the will of the wisps. You know, and that's the thing. Like, I, 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 re- I really like at sixes and sevens. When she said it, I was like, like that. See, and that's what I think part of our job here is, is like. It's part of our job. Yeah. Okay. So there's a lot of idioms you hear all the time, but like we. It's good to bring back some ones that are like near extinction. Like, what sure. if we can revive them? You know. Sure. I'm um, with you. So, so yeah. Cool. Oh. Yep. That I just heard the pig That's, squeal. Uh, wait a second. When you, when the pig squeals, you know the deal. Time to kick up your heels and pay the bills. T- time to pay the bills, which means we're we're nearing the end of today's episode. Um, before we go, Al. We've got some New Year's resolutions to give each other. Give give me uh, mine. Okay, so I, I was this was the first thing that popped into my head last night, and um, for your New Year's resolution, you are gonna gain one hundred pounds <laughs> of pure muscle. Oh my god! You've got one year. Go, oh my, Christian Bale. <laughs> I don't even know if he could do it. That sounds uh, that sounds difficult. All right. Um, but I this is the the promise I will make is that I will I will work out five days a week. Whoa. <laughs> but only one side of my body. I like it. Left That's arm, good. left Focus leg. Focus all the energy. It's like that M. Night Shyamalan movie, Lady Under the Water. Ah, I like it. Is that right? Is that the right title? Uh, Lady of the, La- water. Of the water. Lady of the Lake. In the water. No, no, no. Lady. Doesn't matter. Doesn't. Ladies, waters, big arms. Um, mine for you for you was uh, set a timer. Set a timer. Yeah. Just just start timing yourself. I need to. Like, all right, I'm going to give myself 10 minutes to finish this glass of milk. Oh, my God. I'm going to give myself 20 minutes to put on this pair of pants. You know, what I need is someone else to tell me how long the timer should be. <laughs> I think you should. Yeah, yeah. Like, uh, that's interesting to make. We should make a big chart. Here are things that could happen throughout the year. This is the amount of time you should give for yourself. That's the resolution. I'm going to gain 100 pounds of muscle. You're going to start set setting a timer. You're going to set a timer. Actually, you should set a timer for, from now till the end of the year. Just, I bet yeah. somebody knows how exactly how much Just time see how much, right see much how time, how much how time, much time goes by. How much time goes by between midnight tonight, January 1st, to you know, December 31st next year. I'm going to look it up. I, it, there's got to be a way to figure that out. Right. There's got to be math. But I want you to set a timer and see if it's accurate. Okay, so I'll do the real timing. Real time. Real time with Pigmar. Oh, Don't forget to oink it up this year, people. And we'll be back soon for season two, episode Trace. I mean, episode Pig. And that's the way the pig rolls in the mud. Slop. Slop. All right, well, until next time, don't be an idiom. And... 
you might hear some phone, phone call calls that are coming up after the song. Yeah, but it's if you be a don't, bonus segment. We ran out of time, or it sounded really bad. So until next time, don't, don't be, be a piggy. Pidium, pidium. Tara Mangini. What's up? Hey, you're live on Don't, Don't Be, an, Be an, Idiom, an Idiom, your favorite podcast. Oh my god. <laughs> um, so we're here with Tara Mangini oh. of uh, famed Jersey Ice Cream Company. World renowned. And, uh, world renowned. And uh, we've got some pig-related questions for you. Do you think you could answer a few questions for us? I would love to try. All right. So, <laughs> Albert, you want to you wanna explain this? Yeah. All right. So, Tara, it's the year of the pig coming up in the Chinese New Year. I don't know if you knew that. Obvious. Of course I knew that. Of yeah. course. Uh, so, we are going to ask you a series of questions, and all of the answers uh, are have pig puns in them. Okay. All right. So, just clear... Are these real answers, or are these, like... They're real to us. Yeah, they're, they're real to us. Okay. Okay. Right okay. All right. Perfect. All right. So, so All right. first question is, uh, what's your favorite Tom Hanks movie? Um, give me a sec. Yeah, yeah. Take your time. We can edit uh, all this. This is hard. Remember, um, it's pig related. You've got bacon. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what? Is, oh, you've got mail. That's good. <laughs> we also would have accepted pig. Which is uh, like know. big, uh, yeah, yeah, like big. Yeah, yeah. only it turns into a pig. Although you've got bacon's pretty funny. That's pretty good. <laughs> That's subjectively funny. All right, this one's a little easier. Uh, Tara, what is your favorite cookie? Um, Jesus. Uh, <laughs> chocolate. <laughs> uh. We are looking for a brand name. A uh, brand name. I like, no, I like how the pig skull. The pig skull. That would be a, a pig no, but that's a pig no. But that's also very that's funny. That's cute. Yeah. Well, we're looking for Pig Newton. Ah. Uh, okay. I'm, the next one I know. The, the next the, one I'm gonna get. Actually, I do think you're gonna get the next one. All right, Tara. What is your favorite? Commercial licensed vehicle to drive. Mm. First of all, I love driving all commercial licensed vehicles. Yeah, we knew that's a very not, fair yeah. answer. Um, but my favorite is the pig rig. Oh, yeah! she got it. Good job. Nice one, Tara. Wow. All right, you want to do, do the other one? Yep. All right. All right, Tara. What is your favorite way to sign a Valentine's card? Um, hmm, 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 hmm. Your secret pigmire? <laughs> <laughs> Why didn't we think of that? Secret pigmire. That is good. Uh, we also would have accepted hogs and kisses. Oh, that's good. <gasps> All right, thanks for playing today. Guys, this has been such an honor. What did I win? <laughs> oh. Oh, we're, we, well, we're gonna, we still have to tally the points. Yeah, we need to tally up the points first. Oh, God, the points. <laughs> but you get some free promotion. Free, oh. <laughs> oh, my God. Go to my website and check out my Instagram. Mm. Um, 
perfect. Guys, I couldn't have done it without you. And you've got a trailer coming out soon, or? Yep. Okay. Yep. We've got some, it's going to be a really huge year for us. Mm. And um, to all my fans out there, just, you know, just stay tuned. Stay tuned. Keep it real. Good. Keep it real. And, yep. All right. Well, you can and expect you can expect some bacon from us very soon. Okay. I'll be looking in the mail. And guys, um, thank you for this great honor. Truly. Thank you. Thanks, Tara. You can expect good yeah. fortune in the new year. Wow, that's nice. All right. See you, Tara. See you. Bye. <laughs> All right. So we have our good friend Roger Holst here live on Don't Be an Idiom. We're gonna ask you a few questions. They're all pig related. Answers. Pig 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 pun related. Pig pun related, okay? Pig pun related. Wow, I'm really glad you called. You're and rem- remember there are no wrong answers, but there are so many wrong answers. <laughs> Question number one. Uh what's your favorite Tom Hanks movie? Uh well I guess I have to say big, although uh, I, I don't oh. know if that's actually true. Yeah, that is correct. correct. Uh, except in this wait, world wait, it's how it's, do I win? it's pig. <laughs> Yeah, you would you would say pig instead of big, but you got that correct. Oh, I see, I see, I see. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. All right, Keep going. I got. All right, what's your what's your favorite cookie? Uh, Pikmin. That, oh, that is correct. Two. We would have also accepted oinkios. <laughs> I don't. I still don't get that. Okay, so what is your favorite commercial licensed vehicle to drive? A pig oh, rig! Oh my god, this guy's on fire! Dude, you're on fire. Dude, you're crushing it. <laughs> Alright, so, Raj, what is your favorite way to sign a Valentine card? Instead of love Big Raj, what's a what's a what's a better way to do it? Uh Oh! <laughs> Very good. The answer we were looking for was hogs and kisses. Oh, of course. Like, <laughs> Although, pigutations is very Pigutations is good. Uh, what do you think is the most important trait of a pig burglar? Pig burglar. <laughs> the most important trait of a pig burglar. Pig burglar? Yeah. Um, not, not making any noise. Oh, man, that is good. Wait, what did he say? Say it again. Not making any noise. Not baking any noise Dude, is really that is good. Awesome! Wow, we would we would we also would have accepted inconspicuous, inconspicuous. <laughs> yeah, I didn't take time out of my day for this. It's not, like I'm in the mid- it's not like I'm in the middle of uh, New Year's Eve dinner rush or anything, guys. I will let you get back to it. it. You're welcome. <laughs> I better win something. <laughs> We're gonna you're, you won big. You're gonna win fame. Fame. All right. <laughs> See I you, like buddy. It. Happy pig year. Yellow spoon. <laughs> yo, 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 Chris. Is this Chris Cardillo? Uh, you, you, you rang. Uh, you're live on Don't, Don't Be, be an, an Idiom. idiom. <laughs> oh, 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 man. Oh, oh yeah. Game shows. What a letdown. <laughs> Um, we were going to call you after the uh, podcast anyway, but we figured we'd do a, a, a during podcast call. Sure. <laughs> so we, we've, we, 
if you've got the if you've got the time, we've got the swine. We've got the swine. Would you uh, would you be interested in, in answering a few uh, pig related questions? Blink it away, baby. Fire him up. All right, he sounds really ready. All right, you're gonna like this one. All right, Chris. What is your favorite way to sign a Valentine card? Sign. Way to sign a Valentine card, huh? I don't know. A signature. What do you got? Oh, that's good. Signature is funny. Uh, we would have also have accepted uh, hogs and kisses. Oh, oh. God. <laughs> All right. All right. All right. So, Chris Cardillo, uh, what's your uh, what's your favorite type of alcohol to drink? <laughs> Bourbon. Ooh, Ooh, I like shoot. that even better than the real answer. Damn it, that's Let's good. Give points for that. Yeah, one. Well, all right, you definitely get that. We also would have accepted red or white swine. Oh, sure. But bourbon's much bourbon's funnier. Bourbon's clever, yeah. Actually, <laughs> <laughs> what what is your favorite clock in England? It's a big one. Oh, oh God. You know, if I'm sitting in a TARDIS right now, looking out, I can see mm-hmm. this clock, but I'm, but I'm not. I'm in the woods. I can't think of England. I can't think of a clock. It's a big old uh, clock. Yeah, I know. What is that thing called? <laughs> a big tall clock with a name. What is that thing uh, called? Yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm toast. I don't I want to let it linger. All right. You you want it? Oh, give me it. Yeah, I got to hear this one. Pig Ben. Oh, Big Ben. Sure. Amazing. But, um, all right, dude, we'll talk to you soon. We will we'll right, give you a real call after this. An actual call, yeah. All right. All right, thank ready you, Chris. Not re- was not ready for that. Nah, no one is. Oh, all right, I like it. See you, buddy. <laughs> Tommy. Tommy Avalone, you're live on Don't Don't Be Be an an Idiom. Really? Yeah. Yeah, Tommy's a famous. Is that kind of technology? Well, we're we're just pretending. We've got the technology for something like this. I don't think you do. Uh, Well, maybe I'm holding up an iPhone (laughs) with the speaker on to the microphone. All right, Tommy, this is the Don't Be an Idiom podcast, not the TV show. Yeah, this isn't the TV show. Oh, well, we had the technology for the TV show. Well, we, yeah, that's that's true. We're, we're working on low technology here. <laughs> All right, so we, we know you're we know you're on we a you're crunch. A busy guy. We're a busy guy, famous uh, director, producer, writer, uh, friend of Bill Murray, friend of Bill Murray. Uh, so we have we have three questions for you that all of the answers are pig puns. Okay. Um, what's your favorite uh, your favorite cookie? That's kind of like a cookie. Mm. Pigs in a blanket. Well, <laughs> that's more of a savory snack. It's a savory snack. We also would have accepted Pig Newtons, Pigs but. Dipped in chocolate. Dipped in chocolate. <laughs> Pigs in a blanket dipped in chocolate. We were looking for Pig Newtons, buddy. No, but I'll take that. 
Um, what's your What's your favorite type of alcohol to drink? I don't know why I want to say peppermint schnapps, but it has nothing to do with pigs. But it's, you should have done pi- pig permin pig permint schnapps. Pig permint oinks. Yeah, we were looking. I'll, I'll, I'll think of that answer when pigs fly. Whoa! Oh. No points for that extra cleverness, though. Oh yeah, yeah. Not allowed to be that clever. Can I mean look? No one gave me any prep time for this. That's so good. <laughs> we're looking for raw emotion here. All, 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 all the talk shows always do the pre-interview. Give nah, them the no, that's, that's, that's why we're different. What's the answer we're looking for, Ryan? Uh, we were we were looking for red or white swine. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. Here, you get to, you get to pick your next question. <laughs> Do you want to? I get to pick my you next pick your next question. All right, give us a number from one to ten. You, no, no, no. You get to pick your next question. That's funny. What? Either your favorite abstract painter or your favorite clock in England. Which question do you want? Wait, oh, I was in England, so that way I say pig pen. Whoa! Oh, he's got it. Oh. That is correct, Tommy. Pig Ben. All right. Well, thank you, Tommy, for for playing uh, pigs, <laughs> pig, uh, pig pen, pig, t- the top ten pig pen uh, question men. That's good. That's yeah, it. We, we haven't really. Second season, I'm glad the second season of the show is off to a good start. <laughs> <laughs> yes, a good slow can start. I say, yeah. can, I, can I say another thing? Yeah, yeah, whatever. And you go in a couple minutes, are you able to talk? I thought something was wrong. I didn't know I was going to be on the podcast. I thought something was answered. You know? That is true. We asked Tommy. We were like, can you talk in a few minutes? He probably thought something was wrong. Totally. But aren't you relieved? Everyone's life's out of control. Everyone's life's out of control. I just thought, you know, maybe you had to talk about something. I don't know. But aren't you relieved that everything's okay? I kind of wish it wasn't. Like, I thought something's wrong. Tommy, don't worry. Nothing is okay over here. Yeah, Timmy's dead. Oh my god. <laughs> Alright, buddy, we'll talk to you soon. Alright, happy new year. Yeah, you too. Bye. Sorry.